Blog Talk Radio. Contact me at 
off the chain radio at yahoo.com. And before we get started with the show, there's, there's two ads that I've got to run real quick because these ladies have been with me forever and a day. They are my co-sponsors. Um, Inside Your Life with CC is a motivational, passionate conversation. CC interviews people who are living their true purpose, whether it's a professional boxer, an author, a history enthusiast. She wants to give you hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. So download, subscribe, and listen as CC guides you to pursue your dreams for you to live your best life. Her show can be found on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere podcasts are available. The second young lady is an author, and her books went to number one in Australia. Australia, y'all are the best. Our biggest listening base is the country of Australia. They have put this show over the top. We're at 122,000-plus listeners just on the show. Doesn't count all the podcasts. And we've added Reverb Nation to our quiver of podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. Just today I started uploading. So you've got Verb Nation, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, you name it, it's out there. But Diane Mote is writing a series of books called the Sam Holden Series. And the second in the book goes, wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark, wherever the system fails to protect an animal, she'll be there, and she isn't giving up any time soon, so you've been warned. When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dog fighting ring, she embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilantism yet. The monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his. As they chase each other, will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to bust up the ring? With time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever lead. Her books are all on Kindle, so go and look up Dog Fight and Dog Gone by Diane Moat. And again, welcome to the show. Last night, we had a indie country music artist, and I told y'all I had a fangirl crush. Well, tonight, I'm adding to that because I have a fan guy crush. I don't get crush on on any artist of any kind because they're just people. But these people are so amazing with their voices and their craft, and I am just so grateful for Michael Stover with MTS Management for sending them my way. So with that being said, tonight's guest is country indie music artist Matt Weston. That was his song y'all just heard. And if I didn't know who it was, I would swear it was Hank Jr., Matt was born and raised in a blue-collar family in a middle-class suburb of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. From a young age, he pursued various passions, including academics, sports, acting, and music. After years of searching, he found true fulfillment in the creative outlets of acting and singing, dedicating himself to his artistic pursuits and walking away from a promising career in engineering. This guy ain't no dummy, people. He's, he's up there with a rocket scientist. I probably couldn't even understand his mathematical equations. With the influence of many legendary artists, ranging from Johnny Cash to Garth Brooks all the way to Frank Sinatra, Matt found his voice. The thrill of live performance fed his desires as he honed his vocal ability in bars and clubs around Pittsburgh for over a decade. Now, for those of y'all who don't know what a decade is, that's 10 years. That's a long time in this industry. His obvious drive and talent quickly won over his family's initial disapproval of his walking away from a lucrative engineering career, and they became his biggest supporters. Tragically, after a bravely fought battle with leukemia, Matt's father succumbed to complications of chemotherapy in April of 2016. As a true family man, Matt was utterly devastated and has struggled day to day to live with the reality of his father's death, and y'all understand I understand that feeling. After months of depression, instead of self-destructing, Matt decided to honor his father's memory by finally pursuing his music career as his father had had encouraged, deciding to make a country record in his father's honor and being introduced by a mutual friend to a world-class musician, songwriter, producer, Brian Cole. The stage was set, and ladies and gentlemen, tonight is his oyster. First of all, Welcome, Chris Plane, the music guide, my co-host, and then Matt, welcome. Thank you so, so much for spending an hour with us. 
Oh, it's really my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You are quite welcome. Um, you are amazing. There's just no two words about it. When when Michael sent me your your music and I sat there and listened to it, I'm going, this is this is old school. This is mm-hmm. people that I grew up listening to. I think you're reincarnated, my friend. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but but I can appreciate what you're saying because you know I enjoy that old classic traditional country music, the outlaw country music too, and I wanted to have some of those influences in my in my music, and I think uh, I think I accomplished that. So thank you oh, very no, much. Oh no, you I did more than that. You did. You brought it back from the dead because <laughs> Chris, is that not a true statement? The the country music yeah. we listen to now is more pop and rock than it is old country. Right. Yeah, like like I said earlier, I just I how I described it earlier is you know, if 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 uh Hank Junior and Eric Church got drunk one night and got in a bar fight with Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> that would be Matt. I'm using that. I'm using that one. <laughs> Feel free, Matt. Feel free because this this is what we do. Chris, uh, Chris, now I'm I'm gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you. Would you do us the honors of of starting tonight? I have, you know, Matt. If you've never listened to the show, because we call it off the chain, because we have no idea of where the conversation goes. It it some nights it really goes off the chain. So That's we don't fine have. Because <laughs> we don't have a scripted <laughs> show. We just have notes. Sometimes if we're lucky, sometimes <laughs> it's just off the cuff. But. Yeah, that's good. That's where some of the best stuff comes from. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to play two more songs later on the show. But first, because you're the brand, what you do is just the product. You are the brand, and the Mm -hmm. folks want to know about you. And before Mm -hmm. we get too far into the the discussion here, I have to ask you, because people get a following on this show, and if you're happy on the show, I would love for you to come back as a regular guest. Yeah, that that would be uh, an honor. Thank you. You are quite welcome. Okay, Chris, the floor is yours, my friend. Now that I got the business out of the way. <laughs> um, well, one of my surprise questions you already you you found it, I guess. So I was gonna start off with asking how he came about being introduced to Brian and Brian working on his music because. As somebody who also does a hard rock show, uh, I work with Brian a lot in a lot of his stuff, and that was kind of how I discovered Matt was through his association with Brian. And <laughs> I thought that was going to be my surprise question, but <laughs> obviously it's not. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Brian, first of all, I mean he's a, he's an incredible guy in general. You know, just an amazing human being. But as a musician, I have nothing but respect for the guy. He's incredible, and he's a great producer. And, uh, you know, when I was introduced to him by a mutual friend, actually someone that I had worked with um, for years as a karaoke DJ, she, uh, she actually owned the company, and she knew Brian and introduced me because, you know, she was always a supporter of my my singing. And uh, he heard me sing and decided, you know what, I I want to work with you. And he loved where I was coming from because, <clears throat> as you guys know, you know, my father passed away. And that was really what drove me to finally pursue music. And Brian, he just saw that my heart was in the right place and he loved my voice and decided that he wanted to be a part of this. And you know what, from day one, we were on, we were on the same page. And I think we created something very beautiful that my father would be very proud of and something that I'm very proud of. And so, you know, long story short, I was introduced by a mutual friend. And then now Brian is kind of like a brother to me. He's just such a wonderful guy and an amazing musician and producer. And I I couldn't be more proud of my album. And he has a lot to do with that. Well, I have... I I have more songs that I think Michael sent me the entire album 
And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, the one song that I didn't put on the playlist tonight, because we only have time for the three, but and that's one of the reasons I want to bring you back, is the song Don't Feel the Rain. And when I heard yeah. that song today, when I was sitting and listening to all the songs and deciding, do I want to keep the songs I have? Do I want to um, change them out? And I thought, no, I want to save that one because, Chris, I don't know if you've heard that song, but that is such a powerful. So, so you know what I'm talking about. It is so powerful. That song, Matt, came, in my opinion, humble that it is, came from a place <clears throat> that you don't go very often. That came from the grief that you were grieving. That was sort of your letting go song, your, okay, acceptance song, okay, I got this, Dad, you're still with me song. Am I right about that? Yeah, I mean, that song was actually pretty tough to get through uh, without getting choked up. Um it's it's a very very heartfelt song. That song is very it's from the heart, you know. It's and it comes through obviously. Uh, you could feel it. And oh, actually, the other day, I just I recorded a little uh, minute long tribute video for uh, Mike Michael uh, Michael Stover at MTS is having all of the artists uh, that he represents do a little tribute for Father's Day, and I chose that song as. <coughs> as my tribute song and said a little, you know, a few words uh, describing what that song meant to me and, uh, you know, just a little happy Father's Day tribute. So, uh, yeah, that song is, is all heart from from top to bottom. It's all heart. You got it right. Well, the, I felt it so strongly because I lost my father in 2015. I'm Six sorry weeks. to hear that. After I lost my 13-year-old granddaughter. Oh, my God. So when I heard that song, I felt grief for the first time in three years. Yeah. You were the only person that was able to move me like that. Wow. Well, that's, um, you know, that's what, what makes it all worth it. That's what it's all about. And uh, I couldn't be more honored. And uh, thank you. You know, it's that's what it's all about to me. And affecting people on such an emotional level like that is really the the greatest reward. Well, you did, and Chris can tell you because he he's traveled this journey with me, haven't you, Chris? <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, to me, so, see, I like I like that song, but to me, I think the song that shines on this record. The most is Southerly. Like, Southerly is a song. It's There's so much feeling in that song. It's just, there's something about that song. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but, you know, there's something yeah, about that song. Know, it, 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 thank you so much. It's it's funny. You know, everybody has a, a different favorite song for a different reason, and that's what's so beautiful about it. You know, uh, I relate to every song on this album, obviously, um, but just to hear different people's stories and how they relate to different songs is uh it's so humbling and that's awesome but yeah southerly it, you know that song really paints a picture in my mind it, it's a beautiful song and uh yeah that's great that's great thank you i, I appreciate the uh you know the the appreciation the, the, the one, <laughs> i mean i like that song the best the one i relate to the most yeah. is actually farm town because i grew up in michigan you know i grew up in a on a 400 acre farm in a town of about 800 people um with basically wow. two streets in it. So that farm town is kind wow. of like the story of me growing up almost. So <laughs> um, that's the one Great. I relate to the most. But Southerly is the one that, like I said, I just, I love that song. There's something about that song, whether it's the melody or the <clears throat> the message in it, or maybe it's relating back to Sunday dinners with grandma. I don't know. But I mean, there's something about mm-hmm. Southerly that just makes it a really great, great song that, you know, yeah, it, it, it definitely came across the way that I intended, and uh, especially with you know the the choir in there, like gospel singers in the background. Mm-hmm. It's just um, it is a beautiful tribute to um, 
you know, to a certain way of life and to a certain way of thinking. It just really makes you feel, I don't know, just closer to your, to your memories. To me, that's how I feel yeah. about it. It makes me feel closer to my, my family when I listen to it. Yeah, well, yeah. I have a question, Matt. Yeah. I know what it, I understand what it takes to get an engineering degree. It's, it's not for the faint of heart for one thing. And it's like yeah. getting a doctor's degree. It, it's head scratching and, and head banging and want to throw up your hands and quit type of degree. How sure. hard was it to walk away from, from – because it's very lucrative. How hard was it to walk away from that to follow your passion? Yeah. Well, you know, it was difficult in one respect uh, because, you know, it is – I spent a lot of time and a lot of effort trying to get to that point where I could be an engineer professionally. Um, you know, good money, good benefits. But at the end of the day, I was not happy. I was miserable. I was living in a cubicle. So um, in one respect, it was hard to walk away because that's stability. It's security. But my heart and my mind were elsewhere. And I just knew that I wouldn't be happy and I couldn't do this for the rest of my life. It would kill me. So um, I ended up, I lost my job and I decided, you know what, I'm not going back. I'm going to step out there on a limb and try and follow my heart. And uh, I'm glad I did, you know, because you only get one chance at this life. Uh And, you know, you're given passions and talents. And I think it's a shame if you waste them just because you're doing what you're supposed to do, you know. That's sort of my mindset when I was a kid, you know. I have to do this. I have to go to school. I have to be an engineer, this and that. But in the end, it wasn't for me, and it wasn't um, wasn't what I was meant to do, I don't think. But I was blessed enough to have the ability, and, the, you know, the, the I was smart enough to do it, and I had a lot of support from the family. So I was blessed enough to, to be able to try it, but it just ended up not working out. So, um in the end, it really wasn't. I don't regret walking away from engineering one bit, um, and I'm happier now than I've ever been. And and Chris has heard me say this many many times that it doesn't matter how much money you make. What matters is how happy you are at making that money. And it's like you said, mm-hmm. if you had stayed with engineering, you you could not have performed at your peak level because it was drudgery. Yeah, you'd have made great money, great benefits, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of your life, you would have sat there going shoulda, woulda, coulda. So, you know what? Engineering's lost, country music gain. Chris, I know you've got a question for him. Go ahead and ask a question, and then we're going to play The Devil's Door because that song just absolutely kicks butt. Um, oh, I, don't, I don't have my questions in front of me. Shit. Um, I guess I guess the main question I have is just is, is the challenge of being a country musician. I mean, do you find it being traditional like you are more than say the modern side of it? Do you find mm-hmm. it more challenging to find shows in that to play, or is there are you finding that there's more and more people that like the traditional sound? You know, you have a lot of uh, people now like Sturgill Simpson and, and Eric Church and, and Chris Stapleton that are, they're, you know, they're, I guess they're going back to the, mm-hmm. I don't want to call it retro, but the more traditional style of country, the older style, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is it, are you finding it more prevalent to find souls or is that maybe making it harder because people still want the, the other side, I guess the, for lack of a better term, I guess the bro country stuff, um, like 40, you know, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a mixed bag there. I think a lot of the younger crowd is into the pop country because that's really all they know, uh, for the most part. Um, but a lot of people that aren't even really that old, even people in their late twenties, thirties and on up, um, still can remember some of the more traditional style of country music. And I don't think it's really that difficult to find people that are looking for for that style of, of music. Um, you know, maybe in the mainstream, like on the radio, um, 
in that industry. They're looking for what's making the most money and the youngest crowd, I guess. I don't know. But um, for the most part, people that I interact with, the people that I encounter, um, they they seem to enjoy what I what I offer because you know what I did. I you know I I wanted to pay respect to traditional country and outlaw country and some more like country rock too. I mean, I have a lot of influences and, but I wanted it to be modern enough to fit in today. And I really have found that young crowds and older crowds have responded to, to my music. And that's exactly what I was trying to accomplish. Uh, You know, I want to make music that I would want to listen to and I'm, I'm a young man. So I have influences from now and from, you know, 30, 40 years ago. So um, I tried to mix them all together. And I think what we came up with, it works. And a lot of people can relate to it. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully this, um, this wave of traditional country music continues to build because I think it is, like you said, Sturgill Simpson, you know, uh, uh, Chris Stapleton, guys like that. uh, They're, they're selling, they're selling shows, you know, they're selling out shows. So there's still hope for traditional country music. And I think it's going to make a comeback. And I hope to, I hope to ride that wave. Well, you yeah, are. I'm, seeing, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. No, no, go ahead. I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing on my radio show on, on Six Ways to Sunday, you know, I'm seeing more and more artists like uh, Casey Crestwood and you and, and even, you know, not just the ones that are getting popular like Sturgill. But even guys mm-hmm. starting out that are more and more, you're seeing more traditional sounding stuff, more steel guitars and more fiddles and more of that, yeah. you know, that Waylon type of sound and that old um, kind of David Allen Coe and that old Merle and early Willie type of sound. You know, I'm hearing more and more of that coming out of Texas and Oklahoma and, and Nebraska and, and, you know, middle, middle America. And, um, yeah, you know, even, even some people like Pokey Lafarge that are going all the way back to, you know, like the old fair and young type of sound, um, you know, the old 30s and 40s type of sound even. And, yeah, you know, wow. it, it's, wow. yeah it's, it's, it's awesome to hear because I grew up on that, but I like a lot of the new stuff as well. You know, I love Gary Allen. I love the, sure. you know, some of the newer bands that, um I'm coming out. So I think you did an amazing job on this record of balancing well, thank you. you know, modern production with the the classic style. So So um, so let's yeah, play the devil's door. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason, my co-host, Christopher Plain, and our guest, the one and only indie country music artist, Matt Weston, and we are going to play this song, The Devil's Door.
Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason, my co-host, Christopher Plain, and that was Knocking on the Devil's Door by indie country music artist Matt Weston, who is our guest tonight. Matt, I think everybody since the beginning of time has their own dead man's curve. In in Georgia, it, it was the, the tale of the dragon coming off the mountains. That song not only wants to make you get up and dance, but it brings back memories of fast cars, rock and roll, and Dead Man's Curve. Where did you come mm-hmm. up with that song? Well, that song, um, uh, let's see, that song was actually written by, um, I believe it was by a very well-known country artist. Uh, or a country or songwriter. Don't quote me on this. It's been a while, but I'm pretty sure it was Don Goodman who wrote this song. And uh, you know, it really just describes, like you said, you know, every every young man, young person has like that. They're chasing that adrenaline. They're trying to prove something to their friends or their girlfriend or to themselves. You know, they all have a dead man's curve. And here in uh, here in the Pittsburgh area, there's a place called Thirteen Bends that was kind of a dangerous road that people used to risk their life on. You know, so it's uh, it's just a lot of people can relate to it. It, It's it's a really cool song. A lot of you know testosterone, I think, in it, and I like country music that has a little bit of testosterone in it, a little bit. Well, not like the pop, true. not like the pop music for the like the the teeny boppers. A lot of the music is today. I, I like to have a little bit of grit, you know. But that and and daredevil, you know, devil may care, daredevil. Yeah. I'm gonna do it or bust a gut if for nobody else but myself. Yeah. It's that, it's that uh, adrenaline pumping, you know, the, the thrill that people seek. And, uh, you know, especially when you're young and dumb, a lot of people do that. So uh, I know I, I'm guilty. I know I'm guilty. And, I, Chris, I know you're guilty. Oh, I'm more than <laughs> – like I said, I grew up out in the country, so trust me, we, we tore up more than a few roads with old trucks and – fast cars and and whatnot so um yeah yeah i can relate <laughs> that's a good time it's mm, a good time yeah and but i wouldn't want to do them over again <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> once you look enough. back and wonder what was i thinking well i'm wondering you know, how i survived you know, all of it <laughs> how i'm still here yeah. <laughs> you know and sometimes so, you don't say sometimes you don't appreciate it like I know growing up, you know, my mission was to be, I wanted to be a rock star and I couldn't get out of the country and off that farm fast enough. Like I was, you know, I I was counting on the calendar till the days I could leave. And now, you know, I'm 47 and stuck in the city and I count on the calendar the days till I can get back to the country and get back on the farm and on my own land. Is that funny? Yeah, funny how perspective changes, you know. Yeah, and and getting back to old country, your songs, because they are on the old country lines, tell a story. Right. Whether subliminal or whether it's just in your face story, it it it's. I like to say that it is poetry set to music because it has a beginning, a middle, and an end with a chorus thrown in there for kicks, but it tells a story. And a lot of the new music, whether it's hip-hop, pop, rock, even country, sometimes doesn't tell a story. That's what country music was built on because it was built on the old Celtic bluegrass, handed down stories from from generation to generation. That's Mm -hmm. what makes your music and those of you in the industry now god love indie music country music god love y'all because what y'all have done is you've brought back storytelling mhm i think that's a huge very important part of of country music that's how i grew up knowing country music was storytelling yeah. and uh you're exactly right i don't think a lot of today's music tells a story 
and that was a very important part of uh, of what I wanted to accomplish with my album, because um, that's the kind of country music that I grew up with and the kind that I still enjoy. And I want people to see the difference. I really do, because there's a big difference. Yeah, that's that's the number one to me. Uh, that's the number one aspect that's missing from today's country. Not not on the Americana side, because the Americana side still has a ton of it. Um, mm-hmm. But it just in the, I guess the, the strictly the country side of it, the the mm-hmm. the major thing to me that's missing is the the storytelling. You know the, um, you know the old songs like not even old songs, but even some of the newer ones like Alabama used to do. You know mountain music and gotta have a fiddle mm-hmm. or we're gonna play in Texas and uh, Smoky mm-hmm. Mountain Rain and Elvira and you know the <laughs> the song type stories. There was a you know, there, there was something to them. It wasn't just music. Yes, yeah. I think you know. it engages your imagination on a level that just yeah. regular music, you know, just a beat machine and some guitars and some vocals, it engages you on a deeper level when it's telling a story. It, you know, it triggers your imagination. It takes you away. It takes you to another place. And that's one of the most beautiful, most powerful things about music. And uh, I yeah. love that. that. So that's what something that I would want to continue to include in my in my music without a doubt because i'm a writer because because i'm a writer as we're playing the devil's road i saw dead man's curve i see these kids racing and i see them you know screaming out of their pickup trucks and waving their beer bottles and trying to show their girlfriends mm-hmm. how, how tough they are. And mm-hmm. luckily, at the end of, of, of this run, nobody got hurt or died, but it, it could end tragically at any given time. And I'm seeing this play like a movie in my head, and for, for music to be able to do that to me, it's got to be good. And you excel, my friend. Mm-hmm. No, thank you so much. It's very humbling. Thank you. I only speak the truth. Chris will tell you. I only speak the truth. Right, Chris? <laughs> you can't lie. It's like Superman. <laughs> I'm yeah, going like, to play. Go ahead. Go ahead with Go ahead. your question. No, I was I was just going to say, like, you know, and, and it's true. As, as, a, as, a, as both a DJ and a former musician, you know, I mean, you got to thinking back, man, you know, some of the greatest country performers ever made a career out of songs that were, you know, stories. Kenny Rogers comes to mind immediately, you know, because almost everything Kenny ever did, whether it was, mm-hmm. you know, Lucille or, or The Gambler or, the Gambler, you know, yeah, it, you know ev- everything that Kenny ever did was almost a, was almost like a mini movie within a song, um, you know, or, or, or I guess a mini book. You know, they were, they were almost short stories, I guess, set to music. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ruby, don't take your love to town. And, and <laughs> I mean, there's just so many of them I could name that Kenny did that. You know, were pretty much that based yeah. on that. Yeah, a lot of the old timers the same way. Yeah. So Matt, where do you get oh. your inspiration from, my dear? Uh, well, I'd have to say in general, it's just from from life and you know what I experience and how I feel. And uh, how I think Um, But every now and then It's just something random I mean I've written songs in hotel rooms I've written songs at a desk Sitting there for hours trying to come up with lyrics You know, And I've written songs driving in my car Something comes to me and I just record it on my phone So I don't forget it You know, Uh, Inspiration can really come from anywhere But I think the deepest And the uh, My favorite inspiration is it's kind of a bittersweet thing because I get great lyrics, but I also I'm going through a tough time. When I'm going through a tough time, it just seems to pour out of me. Um, so it's a lot of it is really just from my own experience, and I think that's what most artists are like, and that's what makes them unique. And do you know you just segued away into the next song without? This is this is insane that, that our minds run like this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, the music guy, Christopher Plain. If you've not heard his 
radio shows, you need to go check them out. And my guest, indie country music artist Matt Weston, who, yeah, I now have a fan crush on. We are going to run two ads, and then we're going to play the final song of the night. We will be right back. Maybe. Maybe we won't be. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We are having um, control issues. We're just going to go straight to the song. I said, oh, no, when I saw you walking through that door. Because I saw a look right there. Never seen before Whatever I did this time Must have been pretty bad Cause when I said we're done Well she said I'm glad Then she put a key mark right down the side of my truck Put a dent right in the door There has to be a law somewhere That's a beauty on a four by four That Chevrolet never did nothing to you Why don't you take it out on Thought I'm gone to a place where I can be Living it up with the neon lights and the music turned up loud A cover band cranking out a country tune with a getting loud rowdy crowd All I need is a few good butters and a beer and I'll be feeling fine Cause there ain't no us in together but there's a me in good time Alright With all due respect, honey, you can kiss my ass Living it up with neon lights and the music turned up loud A cover band cranking out a country tune with a getting loud rowdy crowd All I need is a few good butters and a beer and I'll be feeling fine Cause there ain't no us in together, but there's a me in good time, alright You are an old, old soul. 
Yeah, I've been told that before. Even when I was a kid, I've been told that. You sounded just like Hank when you said she can just kiss my ass. I'm going, oh, my word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun song. That's a good song. A lot of people where can relate did, to it. I think. Where did you get that one? That one makes me want to get up and dance. That one makes me want to stay up all yeah. night and party, and, and I am too old to do that. But the desire <laughs> is there when I hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. I think, you know, it's uh, it's a good toe-tapping song. Or, hey, if you even want to get up and dance, that's a good one for it. Uh, but I think, you know, anybody that's been in a relationship that went sour can, can kind of relate to that song. You know, it's uh, it's a fun way of looking at an ugly breakup, and uh, I tell you what, I've I've sure been there. I've been there a few times, so uh, just you know, well, I I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's real. It's, it's, it's real. their loss, my dear, because, because you have made an impact on on the country music world with your your freshness and your your sense of humor that comes through in that song, that wicked sense of humor that you have. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you're showering me with compliments. If you could see, I'm probably blushing right now. I blush pretty easily, but uh, but thank you so much. I re- it really means uh, a lot to me. Thank you. Well, I only speak the truth. And as an empath, <laughs> these are the feelings that I have, and if I deny them, then... I, I cheat you out of a blessing, and God forbid, I don't want to get yeah. beat up because I've te- cheated you out of a blessing. Chris, <laughs> weigh in on this. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's a really great record with. You know, I, I enjoy it a, a, a great deal. It's one of my favorite records this year so far. Um, there hasn't been a there haven't been a ton of records this year so far that have really grabbed my attention and interest uh, like most years. And um, this is one of them that definitely stands out in a crowd and is very worthy of praise and very worthy of people checking out and hearing, you know, and and I hear a ton of music. I mean, between my, you know, my hard rock and metal show and my country show, I mean, I get a hundred CDs a week plus in, this is definitely one that stands out for its quality and its, you know, production and a lot of other reasons. So uh, it's one of the reasons I wanted to kind of <laughs> sit in with this one because, you know, I don't, I'm not normally on her show. So, but. Yeah, I put you up and I put a couple of other artists up and, and Chris, I thought he was going to have him come through the computer and I said, come on and join us because this man knows music all the way, way back. He he knows his music. And your your music is one of those that I want to keep forever. It's one of those that I will buy the CD because if my computer crashes, I still have the hard copy in my hand. So and there's, it's like Chris says, there's very few artists these days that I want that that tangible piece of evidence in my hand to play over and over again and you're you're going to be up you're up there with with the rest of them with the johnny cash and the the willie nelson and the chris christopherson and the merle haggards and the um hank williams and junior you're you're there my friend wow you know I, i really don't know what to say that's probably one of the nicest things i've ever heard so um once again, that's very humbling, and thank you so much. It, it, it means more to me than you realize. Thank you. Well, you've earned it. You deserve it, and I want you to wear it with pride because in this industry, in the indie industry, it has taken us as indie artists so long to break out, and that is the reason I do this show is is to help artists like you be even more successful than you already are. In fact, while we were in the middle of playing um, The Devil's Road, I had an epiphany, and I'm going to send Michael an, an email. We have a little theater up in Fort Pierce, which is 20 minutes north of me. It's called the Sunrise Theater. They bring music artists in there all the time. 
I would stand in line to come see you perform, and I don't stand in line for anybody. People stand in line for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I would I would stand in line for you. Wow. So I am. I mean, uh, you guys are. You're, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at taking compliments. <laughs> I feel very <laughs> awkward right now, but I feel Just very take very. Just say yes, thank you. Humble, thank I, I deserve you. all of this accolades. <laughs> Uh, I never know what to say. Just thank you. I don't thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> well, you deserve a Matt. You've worked hard to get where you are. And, and sure did. You've you've had a journey, and the journey has not been an easy journey. And with yeah. loss comes triumphs. And your father would yeah. be so so proud of where you are right now. No doubt. No doubt he would. Um, I just wish I could share it with him, you know. Really you share it with him could. every day. Trust me. Yeah. He is he oh, is so wrapped up in you, you share it with him every day. So understand that. And and believe it or not, guys, we are getting towards the end of our hour and I'm so glad I asked you beforehand if you would be willing to come back because have you got another album gonna come out? Um, another one, uh, is in the works, but that won't be for a while. Um, still haven't started recording anything yet. Just still kind of in the preliminary stages right now. So, but we've got enough music to, to bring you back four or five different times before the, the other one comes back, even if we do repeats, because like I said, you will get a following on this show and I want you to. Chris will tell you, this show's heard in over 200 countries. Wow. Congratulations, so, by the way. That's awesome. Thank you. But it's not about me. It's about y'all. This is y'all's show. It's not my show. I just facilitate it. You're, you're heard in places like uh, Guam and Japan and Iraq and Iran and Portugal and Spain, Italy, Europe, Russia, the Netherlands. So Australia, you, you said, get, Australia. Yeah, Australia is our biggest listening base. We are on so many different podcasts, it's not even funny. So you're going to get an opportunity to have so much exposure, and I'm just happy to be a, a little part of it. Thank you for that honor. Well, I'm very proud to be on your show, and I, I thank you for the opportunity. So thank you. So, Chris, real quick. Any last questions before Matt tells the audience the name of his album, where he can be found, and how? No, y'all can't go yet. You've got to wait, or you're going to miss all the good stuff. Do you have any last questions in the last three minutes of the show? No, I was just gonna. I, I was actually going to do exactly that to make sure that he, you know, had a chance to tell people where to find him on social media and where to find the record and, you know, all of that stuff because. That's important that people know that. So, Matt, the floor is yours, my friend. All right. Well, I just want to say, first of all, thank you guys for having me, and thank you to all the listeners out there all over the world. That's um, that's pretty surreal to think about, but uh, it's very humbling, and thank you very much for listening. But you can find my music and information about me at mattweston.com, and there are links on that page to my Facebook page, to my Twitter page, and to where you can actually uh, sample and buy the music, uh, which is iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Play, you name it. There's like 35 different websites that do online retailing for music. So it's all online, and the album's name is Legacy. Legacy, and it's dedicated to my father who passed away uh, two years ago. So uh, mattweston.com. And that's all you need to know. And when the show goes dark, Matt, don't hang up because I've got some things I want to tell you. And ladies and gentlemen, his last name is spelled W-E-S-T-I-N. That is very important, not O-N, but I-N. And please support this young man's passion. Go and get his music because we just played three songs tonight. The album is absolutely to die for. You will never be the same after you listen to the album. Chris, I want to thank, thank you, my dear. You stay online, too. Don't you hang up, either. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, check out Christopher Palin's um, radio shows. He's the music guy. Please, you can find please, him I'm on Facebook. 
<laughs> what? It's it's plain, not Palin. <laughs> oh, see, plain. See, I'm I'm. It, y'all know it's the end of the day. I don't talk well. Um, Christopher Lord, Plain. And he is on Facebook. Look him up on my friend's page. Look up Six Ways to Sunday, and he also has a heavy metal show. But just look up the music guide. You'll find him. Now, there are several things I say at the end of the show, and, and I say them, and I mean them from the bottom of my heart. And and first of all, thank you all, listeners and guests alike, because this show is about y'all. It's It's because of y'all that we are almost 122,000 listeners just on the show. When you add all the podcasts, we're up to 155,000 plus and over 200 countries. We almost have South America filled up. I mean, that's that's the listening base in South America. We're, we're almost, it's almost completely blue. So I want to thank each and every one of you, and I want you to understand that as we go through life, people will forget our name. They'll forget what we look like. They forget what we're wearing, but they will never, ever, ever forget how we make them feel. We all are traveling a journey, and we don't always tell that journey we're traveling. And sometimes, the, because sometimes the pain is just too great. So when you see someone who's having a bad day or they appear grumpy for whatever reason, mm-hmm. tell them it'll be okay, and just smile at them. Trust me, they will remember that. Also. If you want to achieve greatness, please stop asking permission because nobody on God's green earth is going to give it to you. You have to go out and grab it. And and be a Matt Weston. If you're unhappy doing what you're doing, find your passion and do that instead because we only go around one time. And it's not how not how much money that we make. It's how happy we're making that money. And if you're making heavy money and you ain't happy, then you ain't living. So go and find your passion. Tomorrow night we will be back with another indie music artist. Her name is um, Margie Singleton. She's got an interesting background. Join us the rest of the week at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time here at Off the Chain. You never know. With this group of people Because we are always off the chain Again I want to thank My co-host Chris Plain See I got it that time And my uh, my, <laughs> my guest Country music artist Matt Weston Who the next time We see this young man He's going to be on the Grand Ole Opry I guarantee it I'm going to see him on the Country Music Awards Getting male vocalist of the year I guarantee it And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we all wish you a good evening. Hope to see you here again tomorrow night on Off the Chain at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And the most important thing that I'm going to leave you with tonight is this. Nobody's going to love you or like you like you love or like yourself. So with that final thought, we wish you all a good evening. Thank you, Matt, so, so much for spending an hour with me. It was absolutely fantastic. Chris, thank you, my darling friend, for co-hosting. It was a hoot, as always. And and Chris knows the spiel, but I want to tell you, Matt, what's going to happen when we hang up, the show's going to archive. When it archives, I'm going to put the link up on my page. Then I'm going to tag mm-hmm. your page in it. Part of my okay. gift to you is you take this tonight's show and you put it everywhere tomorrow i will put it up on soundcloud spreaker podcast podcast garden then it goes up on itunes youtube fm.com tune in radio i uh uh iheart radio um tune in radio spotify and reverberation <laughs> awesome really thank you will, thank you um, will, it's really a pleasure will, to speak with you guys you are quite welcome. I will tag you in those links, and you and Chris, and t- Chris, I'll tag you as well so that you can take it and run with it too so we can support this young man and help him be even more well-known than he already is. Yeah, and once once my show is back up and running full-time, I definitely will get a hold of uh, Matt and have you on my show as well. Um, 
it's a it's a little different format, but not much. I'm I do a lot of kind of off the wall stuff with mine. I guess it's uh, more music yeah. oriented. I guess, but um, you know, I'm known for like she said, I I have an extreme musical knowledge. That's why they call me the music god. Um, I've got <laughs> I got somewhere in the, somewhere in the area of, of a million songs in my library of, you know, every conceivable genre. I mean, I've got metal and punk and reggae and country and Americana, bluegrass, folk, blues. Um, if you can name it, I probably have it somewhere. So, um, I get, uh, I get kind of surgical sometimes. That's a passion of yours, obviously. Yeah, it's uh, like I said. That's why I do two shows. Uh, when I, when I first started, I had one show and I just played everything. You know, I would play Slayer and then Charlie Daniels and then The Cure and then Blue October and you know and then Depeche Mode and then Metallica and people were like confused by it. You know, it's like no, no, you can't do that. You know, you can't you can't play Charlie Daniels next to Slayer and well, why yeah. Slayer or Charlie <laughs> Daniels? You know. <laughs> so, yeah, I have an issue with it, but, um, I can yeah, relate as a, as a DJ myself. I can relate. Sometimes people request something that isn't exactly in the playlist, and you just got to go with it. <laughs> yep, yeah, you just got to make it happen. Yeah, that's well, all. I, so, so Matt, again, I want to thank you, my friend, for taking an hour out of your busy life and spending it with us, and I will. Get a hold of um, Michael and tell him that you are going to become one of the regulars on the show like the rest of the guys he sent me because I have found a whole plethora of music artists that I'm in love with now. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I'm sure he'll be happy to hear that. And my friend, keep writing music, keep playing music, keep your passion alive. And as my daddy used to say, keep your powder dry. And I can't yeah. wait for you to come back. Well, thank you. I look forward to it. And uh, hopefully next time we'll have even uh, more exciting things to talk about, hopefully. Oh, honey, yeah. we can always. Listen, I didn't even do a deep dive on you because I knew Chris was going to be on tonight and he probably had some good dirt on you. I didn't even do a deep dive yet. So I will dig up things, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Okay, I look forward to it. <laughs> I thought the Brian thing was going to be how I kind of, you know, came out of left field, but apparently that was more commonly known than, you know, I thought <laughs> it was. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I was kind of like, you know, Brian, Brian is well known if you're, into the, if you're in the hard rock side of things. But uh-huh. Brian is yeah. known for, I guess, you know, doing country stuff or working with country people because he hasn't done mm-hmm. a lot of country artists yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you're in the hard rock mm-hmm. side, you know, like I do on the other show, then you know Brian from, you know, his solo record, from Melodic Records, from Steel City, and working mm-hmm. with Mike Flores and, and all of that. So, yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, Believe it or not, know, he did country music himself. He had a country oh. album years ago before I knew him. Oh well, he see he didn't say anything about that when I interviewed him. See, so Chris, you gotta dig that up. You gotta dig it up. You know, I had Brian on my show a couple of times as a guest, so um, I, I like Brian. I you know I'm friends with Brian, and you know I yeah. I really enjoy Brian. He's a super 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 cool guy. So love him. Yeah, I love that guy to death. Love him to death. And with that, my my two beautiful friends, I am going to say good evening so I can get this show up. And, again, Matt, thank you so much for the honor of of spending this time with us. You don't know how much I appreciate it. Oh, likewise. Right back at you. Thank you very much for allowing me to sit in on it. Absolutely. And you're welcome anytime. Thank you. And I will I will get this show up and get it over to y'all and I will get a hold of Michael and get you back on the show and go and enjoy the rest of your evening, guys. Sounds like a plan. All right. Good night. night. (laughs) Bye bye.